Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I, returning from two weeks off, am your Jam That Champion, Chopper Pete Quinnell. I'm joined by your Quizzlemania Champion, Tempest the Wrestler, Intangibles Reunited. For reunited life. and it feels so good. so good. Hell yeah, man. How you You're been? Back. I'm uh, back. How, how, how you been? With, with me absent. How have you been? Oh, I've had to talk to so many people, so many more people than normal. I had to talk to that Luke fellow. Oh, what a nightmare that was. What a nightmare that was. Uh, I've been I've been well. It's been busy around here, of course, because every week at least one person is off. So Mm. there's a lot of sharing of of workloads and, and such. But overall, it's been quite positive. I have to keep watching this stupid NXT show, which brings my mood down every Tuesday. But mm-hmm. we're here to have fun, we're here to make fun of this stupid, dumb show. And that <laughs> should make me feel a little bit better. A little bit better. Well, that's good. And uh, I heard that your Halloween costume, uh, no one got confused about what it was uh, or said the wrong thing at all. Nope. Not a single person mistook mm-hmm. my Nightwing outfit for a Power mm-hmm. Ranger outfit. Mm-hmm. Dude, literally, I, the, the, <laughs> I didn't see anything or the costume or anything at all. I was just listening to Wrestle Talk After Dark on the way into the office mm. this morning, and I heard someone say, "You're in a Power Rangers outfit," and then you said, "No, it's not," and I was like, "I bet you was in a Nightwing outfit." And then you said, "Yeah, it's Nightwing." I was like, "Oh, I'm so good. I don't even need to see it." <laughs> you are so good. Of course, nobody mistook my Power Ranger outfit for a nightwing outfit it doesn't quite work the other way around mm. but uh whatever it's fine just no one no one here no one here i shouldn't say no one there are people there are people who are cultured in the ways of comic books and mm. and nerd culture it's just none of the people that i did after dark with <laughs> well to be fair we had who was it, it was you andy jenna and abby for most of it yeah. and they popped in right so 
all-star lineup you know uh of of, of after dark regulars uh mm-hmm. and yeah that i think as you called them out rightly on the episode they're the fake nerds you know yeah. we've got the people oh you like harry potter oh really out there you know God, yeah those guys anyway these, these fake nerds they don't have a pile of comic book next to their bed i mean Not in like fairness this guy in fairness, I've never read a comic book, but get out of here, fake not, nerd! Get out of here! Get out of here! Kicking just... you out? No, nope, kicking you out! Fake nerd! He's a fake nerd! He's not allowed to participate in this stream anymore. Fake nerd! All right, yeah, go on. Okay, thanks for that. Nerd. Appreciate it. Um, I mean, I'm just nerdy about other stuff. Um, yeah, it's true. You want to... dude? I was just about to mention D and D. Because as part of my two weeks off, I went away to Brighton with some friends. There were seven of us that went away to uh, to a friend's house and and, and stayed there and, and had a good time. Uh, we played seven hours of D&D, and it was delightful. It was probably, I think, it's really close between one and two, but it might be the best session of D&D I've ever played, which is ridiculous and i've got i got a story about dnd that i'm going to say in the outro of this video uh or the, the outro of the podcast sorry um so that's that's a little tease for all you podcast listeners to stick around for the outro because i've got a very good dnd story to to share about my time away in uh in brighton uh yeah no it was, it was a wonderful time uh i also as part of my time off i know you didn't ask what i'm going to talk about it anyway because i'm very excited about it um i uh i got to meet my niece for the first time ever which was Ooh. amazing uh my 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 family from uh from canada came over uh hey. me yep uh from just outside toronto uh they came and 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 stayed and stuff which was very cool got to meet my niece she's just turned two yesterday um and that kid is a genius <laughs> like <laughs> So, so when I saw her, she obviously hadn't turned two yet, right? But you could have full conversations with this kid. Like, no no exaggeration. She completely understood, like, pretty much anything you'd say to the point where they would start having to spell things out so that she didn't pick up on certain things. So you know, we'll go to the P-A-P-A wow. instead of Wow. It's like then, a really smart dog. <laughs> But then she'd pick up on us saying P-A-R-K and understood what that meant now. So we couldn't even say that. It was just, oh man, she's a she's a smart kid. She's so good at parroting back. Being like, can you say this thing? And then she'll just say it back. Doesn't really matter what it is. She can just she's just very good at mimicking what someone's just said. So it's literally they had uh, my sister-in-law's brother, uncle, something, some relation that she has. Uh, works in like nuclear power or whatever and she was like can you say authorized nuclear operator and she goes authorized nuclear operator i was like how you're not even two that doesn't make sense um but yeah very smart kid she she melted my heart she's amazing thoroughly enjoyable trip uh and yeah it was a really good time thoroughly enjoyed it wonderful lovely yeah. lovely great. stuff it was a wholesome time. That's what it was. Um, no, it's not a wholesome time. This mm. goddamn episode of NXT. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's talk about it. Uh, where the first thing we're going to be talking about is this whole this new Dakota Kai 
character that she seems to have. She returned last week at Halloween Havoc, and it seems like, yeah, she's got this sort of split personality deal going on. Uh, so we'll try and figure out what that's all about. Let's talk about it. L-I-W for life. I'm back, everybody. Everybody, Yay! Calm down, everyone. It's okay. You can you can rest easy now. Your boy's back. L-I-W's back. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> NXT. <laughs> Do we have to? Yep. We got it, unfortunately. I've had two weeks off. I'm feeling recharged. I'm feeling refreshed. So I'm coming back with a fresh perspective. I missed Halloween Havoc. Haven't watched it. Won't watch it either. Um, but I got fresh perspective on NXT. So did I enjoy it more this week? Not really. Uh, let's let's talk about it though, um, because first things first. Getting your old chats at WrestleTalk.com forward slash support, but also. We're sponsored by Beer 52. We've been sponsored by Beer 52 loads over the summer. They're wonderful people talking about the, the great taste you can get of your craft beers. They're a craft beer service, UK viewers only. You can go to the link at the top of the description and in the pinned comment in the live chat, beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk. And you can get 10 free beers. All you have to do is uh, pay for the postage of $5.95. Get a free crate of craft beer. It is wonderful. Very tasty and would highly recommend. They're great people. You get a snack, you get a magazine displaying all the, the different regions that the beers are from. They are a good time. UK viewers only, go click the link. 10 free beers. Normally when people get sponsored by Beer 52, they get eight free beers. Because we're so special, we get 10, which means you get 10. Oh, it's a, it's a good time. So go click the link, check it out. They're great people. So let's talk about this episode of NXT. Uh, the thing we're going to be talking about is Dakota Kai, who came back last week at Halloween Havoc, uh, and cost Raquel Gonzalez the NXT Women's Championship, so I hear. And uh, she came in on this week and just destroyed Cora Jade fairly convincingly. Um, but then afterwards was the bit that was really interesting, because the match itself was a bit kind of botchy. They just weren't clicking for every reason i don't know why there was some like anti-chemistry going on or whether they're like one of them was just not having a good day or whatever it was but they just weren't clicking for whatever reason and uh the, the match ended with the the dakota kai's uh boot in the corner she got the victory and uh but then afterwards she wanted to beat up cora jade some more she dragged her out the ring she uh got a table and put it on cora jade's face on the outside or, or the back of her head i should say on the outside or was it a face one of the two whatever she was lying on the floor put a table on her and it looked like she was going to go on the tempest uh, on the tempest <laughs> god my brain i'm already <laughs> she was gonna go i literally i was half glancing at the chat and saw the word tempest and then my you know, whatever. She got up on the apron and was going to stomp on the table on her face, but then decided not to and was like looking very conflicted. And her head was kind of going around and trying to shake off twitching like, some kind of voice in her head, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, that happened. Don't know what's going on. Maybe she's got some kind of split personality. I didn't hate this. 
No, you didn't? Oh, God. I didn't. I We're going to disagree on this show. I know. I know we are. I, I thought this was the worst thing on the whole show by <laughs> a significant margin. <laughs> And I was like, Explain we're starting why. with we're starting with that. All right. I mean, the match was 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 not good. It was a big old pile of not not very good for all the reasons that you that you said, of course. They they just weren't they just weren't clicking on this on this night. Maybe it has to do. I don't know. I don't want to put the blame on any one particular person, but Cora Jade is very young. Matches like this are probably going to happen, but you put it on TV and a show we got a review, so I'm going to give it a bad review. And then we've got this. Someone help me. What the hell this was? What? Why is she twitching? Did the overacting in this segment where she's she's like. I can't. I mean, you can't. I can't see. You can't see my eyebrows, but they're 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 scrunched. Like, oh, what, 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 oh, dude, just twitching. What am I watching here? Why is she twitching? Oh, this was just so dumb. Okay. Why did you like this? Okay, so maybe my two weeks off has refreshed me a little bit. Maybe I've just got fresh eyes coming into this. I don't know. But yes, it was very overacted. Totally agree with you on that front. It was very kind of hokey with like the, the twitching and the looking around. But she has a character. And that's nice. She has some sort of difference from when she went away. And I like that. That she's not the same person. She came back as a different character. She's got a new layer to it. And I assume we're kind of like getting this sort of like split personality or like some sort of like she's hearing voices in her head copyright trademark randy orton but you know she this sort of character where she's like a, a psychologically conflicted character is okay i'm all right with it if that's where they're gonna go i just yeah it was very overacted it was very hokey but you know it's nxt 2.0 so for me this is one of the more subtle characters they're doing <laughs> you know i i can't call this subtle <laughs> no, I no, can't, I, no no i can't let's, call this subtle at all let, let, let's just let's just let's just put that in perspective it's not subtle for nxt 2.0 it might be who else uh, have they got know. you know hey i'm tony d'angelo you know we just got here i'm a caricature of a character i got nothing got you. you know that's that's the style that's the the level that we're talking about of nxt 2.0 characters forget uh, about this, it for this this is uh it's more subtle it's not subtle it's more subtle that's what i'm talking about sure um, yeah sure i don't know where this is gonna go but she like uh toxic attraction spoke to her backstage briefly to say like uh, you know i'm assuming they were gonna say you know thanks for helping me out and gifting me the nxt women's championship but she was like didn't do it for you i just ended it to end raquel uh so there you go it's fine uh, it is yeah okay it's not often that we have diametrically opposed views on on these <laughs> on these shows but no that's that's it's it's, it's all right i just blah i don't and know this was just not not my cup of tea and and you fair. can say like at least she's got some sort of character i would prefer like 
a character written by someone who knows how to write a character, not just she's That's the fair. same person, but with a goddamn twitch. You Hang know, on. I, you know, this is not a good show. I'm gonna try and find the positives where I can, because oh, otherwise, I'm I gonna be too. so mad. I am too. I am trying. I'm very much trying to find it. Because <laughs> there were parts of this me. show where it was so bad that I thought it was fun and I did get enjoyment out of it. This was the bit where I was just like, if I didn't get paid for this, I would turn the show off right now. Yeah. 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 I feel you. I, I, I don't know, man. I just didn't. I didn't hate it. You know, I didn't hate it. Quality. I did see that. That's very funny from Timothy B saying she doesn't have a Twitch. WWE doesn't allow that quality. Stop. Well done. I was gonna, I was gonna say topical humor, but I realized that edit came out like a year ago. Yeah. It's, not really, it's not really topical, but you know, <laughs> that makes sense. Um. Anyway, let's see what you guys thought because I don't really have too much else to say about this. <laughs> I mean, it was like a two-minute match that was bad, and then a beatdown angle with a Twitch. Yeah, man. I mean, I to be know. fair. The other talking point we could have gone with was a stare down that lasted about 15 seconds. So, you know, that's the level we're at for this show. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Let's get into your ultra chats. Uh, WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get in your ultra chats. We'll go through all of those, all of the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. Charles Berg says, uh, while I make fun of his name, I do see tremendous upside in Brink Brunkles. Strong as hell, does cool moves, and really charismatic. I think Bippity Boppity Boop has a real chance to be a top star. Brim Brixley, Beyblade Bovanovich. Okay, I'm done. Jam that jam. I agree. Well done. I really like I really like Brombreaker. I think he's great. I didn't know that uh, Charles Berg was just Luke Owen in disguise. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah, Braun Breaker's um, great. I love Braun Breaker. More Braun yeah. Breaker. Braun Breaker was yeah. good on this show. He was, yeah. When he, I heard the, the siren going off, heard his music, I was like, good. I'm excited. Hey, uh, a guy that I like and yeah. want to watch wrestle. There are like two of those guys on NXT now. A total of two. It's like Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes are the only people where yeah. I'm like, ooh, excitement. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. Christ. A little bit. Uh, to be fair, mm, it's hard because when I hear the Waze music, I get excited because I'm like, Johnny Gargano! And then Dex Luna comes out and I'm like, oh! <laughs> Dexter! <laughs> you know? There's the, yeah. there's the half and half there. I still really do like Johnny Gargano. I'm just not pumped about Dexter wrestling. I'll be I'll, I'll be real with you guys. Um, get in more of your ultra chats at wrestletalk.com forward slash support. And we'll go through all the ones that are five bucks and up by the time the show goes off the air. We'll do some more of those later. Uh, before we get into the review of the main show, we just want to remind everyone once again that we are sponsored by Beer 52, who are wonderful people who have sponsored the show so many times. They're great. For UK viewers, uh, you can get a crate of 10 free craft beers by going to beer52.com forward slash wrestle talk. The link is at the top of the description and a pinned comment in the live chat as well. All you have to do is pay for the postage of $5.95. You get 10 free craft beers. They taste wonderful. And there's like loads of variety in them as well. They can come from all over the world. And if you don't particularly like dark beers, then you've got a light option where you can just get the light beers. It's a it's a win for everybody. They're wonderful beers. Go check them out. Drink responsibly and have a good time because Beer 52 are wonderful people and we love them on this show. So go support them and support us. Click the link. Go check it out. Thank you very much. Now let's talk about NXT, because this show opened up with a Mandy Rose promo. Hot damn, a Mandy Rose promo. And she said, Tempest, if you could say it for me, please. <clears throat> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, she got a very mm -hmm. eloquent promo about being just so sexy. Yeah, that's what she do. Um, yep. Yeah. It was yeah. fine. It, yeah, that's the thing. It was fine. And it's like the character's fine. Is it NXT Women's Champion material? Probably not. But you know, yeah. it's NXT 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> I said in my written review that I'm not seeing enough difference between her and like Carmella and Eva Marie. Like they're all playing the same character. And when you see the same character like three times a week, 
I just can't really get that invested in it because I'm just like, all right, it's kind of like a rerun. When she's got the whole package going with Toxic Attraction backing her up, at least she's then part of a stable and all that. But when it's just one person cutting a promo, then it's still just a promo that I hear three times a week. Yeah, that, that that's the thing behind it. And she she was saying how she, she recapped how she won at Halloween Havoc and she was saying how uh gg and jason uh, and jc weren't out with her this time cuts backstage and they're attacking zoe stark in the locker room and she said we're here i'm the baddest bitch in nxt she said the b word and uh and, so edgy. yeah yeah and uh it was it was okay um but then io shirai came out and i was like okay io shirai as a challenger for Mandy Rose, is probably going to make for a very good match because it's Io Shirai and she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, and and you know, Mandy Rose isn't terrible in the ring. She is no. she's she's perfectly fine. She's decent in the ring. Um, so I think they could get a very good match out of it. And weirdly, Io Shirai came out and was like, "I want to fight right now." And Mandy was like, "Okay," and then beat her up. <laughs> like it kind of made Io look. A bit rubbish because she came out and was like ready, like bouncing around the ring to be like, right, let's go, let's fight right now. Uh, I don't like Zoe Stark, but I like you even less. Let's fight right now. And Mandy was just like, You want to go right now? Okay, let's get a referee out here. And then she punched her, and the and the commentator was like, Oh, a cheap shot from Mandy Rose. Is like, is it? She just hit her in front of her after EO came out for a fight. Okay. Bit of a dumb, dumb, dumb baby face moment, but you know, then we had a dumb heel moment right after where she was just talking on the mic and getting an ear's face, being like, I'm just so sexy, you know, that thing. Uh, and then uh, he beat her up some more. She was what? Do you want to say it again, Tempest? No, I want you to say it because you were just freaking out doing this. I was <laughs> just so sexy, that's what it is. It's just, just so sexy, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> just, just so sexy. Just so sexy. Uh, she she did that, and then she got beaten up by EO, and then Gigi and JC saved Mandy, and then Casey, Katanzaru, and Caden Carter come out to save EO Shirai, and then they've got a six-man tag, or a six-woman tag, next week. Cool. Yeah. Right. Sure. Cool. Yeah, no, I like EO Shirai as the first, the first challenger for Mandy Rose. I think that works. I don't think Io Shirai is going to win the title back or anything like that, but it means that we'll probably get a very good match out of it. And honestly, yeah. when it comes to NXT, those are not as frequent as they used to be. So I'm mm. I'm going to be happy if we just get a good match out of it. You know, yeah. I could not possibly care less about seeing JC Jane and Gigi Dolan fight Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter again, because again. Yeah. Now that the, the Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are now no longer a tag team, by the looks of it anyway, we're down to what? Two tag teams on this show? Mm -hmm. Maybe three if you count Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada? Yeah. But like, it's kind of rough. It's a little bit, a little bit rough there. You know, and I saw this match like a month or two ago, and it wasn't very good mm -hmm. then. So, yeah. I'm just I don't I don't care for the NXT women's tag division, but Io Shirai and Mandy Rose, yeah, I'll 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 watch that. That that sounds like fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh we then got the first of three 
which we might as well talk about now, all of them together. The Duke Hudson Poker Room with Cameron Grimes, which I've seen a lot of people uh, in the chat say that they really enjoyed these these uh, segments. Uh, maybe I'm just completely jaded about this entire stuff, but I didn't think this was very good, personally. Uh, like, it's just... Cameron Grimes came in and did... Like, we know he's funny. Cameron Grimes is a funny man. I think the material he's been given in the last couple months has been really bad. Mm -hmm. To the point where even he is having trouble saving it. You know? Like, he was coming in, he was like, what are we playing? 21? I got 22. I'm like, did you just reference the Jake Roberts promo from Heroes of Wrestling? Like, <laughs> Everyone what? play 21. Beginning of Botchermania. It's, it's just... What? It's just... Yeah. Why would you... Whatever. Uh, Duke Hudson's playing him at poker, and the whole... The, the joke was that Cameron Grimes didn't know how to play poker, but was winning accidentally. Which was the joke from the first skit, and then the joke from the second skit, and then the joke from the third skit. It was the same joke every time that Cameron Grimes accidentally wins. Lol. And like that, 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 that was it. That was the whole thing. And then he accidentally won at the end and Duke Hudson was like, oh my god, I can't believe you won. And then he flipped the table and Cameron Grimes walked off without taking his chips, which you really need to, like, cash out. So I don't know why he didn't take those. But, you know, whatever. That's fine. I thought yeah. this was a waste of time, I'll be honest. Yeah, we'll we'll get a two-minute match between Duke Hudson and Cameron Grimes next week out of it. Sure. A match that will mean nothing. See... I, I think I I may have had this realization while you were off, but I think I think one of my biggest problems with NXT 2.0 is they spend so much time on stuff that does not matter at all, mm. and that might be segments like this. That might be uh, that might be like pushing Boa still. After a year of all this, which I'll freaking get to, it might be all these Andre Chase segments when he just will go out and, and lose in, in a minute. Mm -hmm. Good shows don't spend that much time on the thing that doesn't matter. You highlight the things that do matter. And to me, I don't understand the point of these poker segments. Because if, if your whole character is just, oh, I'm, a, I'm a great poker player. And then you go out there and you lose poker to a guy that doesn't know how to play poker. Why do I care about your stupid character? Mm. It's a dumb, it's a dumb character to begin with, but you're also bad at it. It's also a lie. Yeah. Your character is a lie. You are not a good poker player, Duke Hudson. You lied to me. Also, what kind of poker room is this? You know, it kind it kind of makes it. sense. No, no, no. I don't care if this is overthinking. I'm just thinking. It makes sense for the APA to be playing poker in the middle of the backstage area, right? Because they're just a couple of guys drinking beers, smoking cigars, and playing cards backstage. 
when Duke Hunt's like step into into Duke's poker room or what whatever the thing is called, step into the poker room or we're gonna play poker when it's just a little pipe and draped off thing. You couldn't have spent a little bit of money on a on like a set. You know, I just can't get into this presentation. No, I can't either. And and I I felt this way earlier during the Dakota um Cora J match as well because like after she won Dakota Kai's music hit. But then, like, it immediately fades out before there's any reason for it to, like, properly fade out. And, like, the match was very botchy. And I was like, this show feels very amateurish. And mm. you can get away with that kind of thing. Again, people are going to moan because I'm comparing things to AEW. You can get away. I'm just saying this as a, as a generalization, not specifically about NXT and AEW, but I'm using them as examples for this. You can get away with being amateurish when you're like a new company. When it's your first mm. time doing this kind of thing, people are more willing to forgive you as you learn the process as you go. You know, AEW has many production issues we've seen over the time with their music not being loud enough and, you know, the whole... I still even get talk about revolution, um, you know, and like the the camera angles from the the blood and guts match and all, all sorts of stuff. Yep. That they've had um, things that have gone wrong with them on the production side of things, and people are way more willing willing to forgive that because they are a fresh new company and because they have goodwill with a lot of the fans. They're much more willing to be apologetic. The thing with NXT is that you're part of WWE, who's been doing this for decades. They should know better by now. You can't get away with amateurish presentation because they've been doing it for ages. And even though it's NXT, it's the subsection, it's the developmental of WWE, you're still part of the big one. You're not the underdog in the story. You're not part of, you're not as part of that underdog visualization from the fans, which means people are way less forgiving about mistakes that you make because you have all the money in the world to fix it and you're not doing mm. it you know when you make mistakes they're much more noticeable and people are way less forgiving about it rightly or wrongly i'm just saying that's the way that people's minds work when they view this stuff and that goes for both of us you know if, if nxt makes mistakes we notice them way more because it's like wow this happened in wwe that's weird like they they should know better by now that's the one thing that wwe, WWE does really well is production which is when they when they make mistakes, you're way more likely to spot it. I just think it's a very interesting observation because the show felt very amateur, which is unusual. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we then had the Dakota Kai Cora Jade match, which we've spoken about, uh, and then we got a promo from MSK. Um. Oh God, I totally forgot about this. Yeah. Boy, I can't believe we lost those tag titles. I, I just, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, like, <laughs> I'm losing we, my we, mind watching we, we, the show. We used to really like MSK, man. We yeah. were like, we were like the big advocates for MSK, and now they're just proving everyone else right by being very obnoxious. Like, I like the yeah. joke that we're never going to find out what MSK stands for. And, you know, they were telling the story of how they came up with MSK and a bus goes past. And then after it goes, they go, and that's how we came up with MSK. And they were like, oh, that's so funny. And I'm like, I get, it's a funny joke. The delivery and the execution is really bad. It's really, really obnoxious. And I just, 
I don't really like the team anymore. And, and, and. The timing of this. They just lost the tag team titles. Mm. And they're in the middle of talking about how important these tag team titles are to them. And they're making jokes about their their name. Mm. You know? Ah, whatever. You know, like, when when someone loses, when Drew McIntyre loses the WWE Championship and gets kind of, well, MSK didn't really get screwed out of it. But regardless, you lose a title that means a lot to you. I don't want to see you coming out the next week and cutting jokes. I want I want to hear you say that I will kill you to get these titles back. I will die to get these titles back. These titles mean everything in the world to me. And I will I will put my career on the line just for the taste of having that title again. I want that title so much. Oh my god. Yeah, but you know what NS, MSK stands for? Whatever. Like, I'm really trying with this show. I'm really trying. And then you bring up the next segment, and I went, oh, yeah, that sucked, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. I got... Well, you, you've mentioned all the points. I don't really have anything yeah. else to add. I just didn't really <laughs> like it. Uh, and another thing we're probably going to disagree on is this next segment. Hell, yeah. Because it's Zion Quinn <laughs> versus Robert Stone, and they have a singing competition, Hell and yeah. then Zion Quinn kills Robert Stone in a match. And I didn't know whether I'd missed something <laughs> in the last nope. couple of weeks as to why this is happening. I, they came out for a match, and Zion Quinn is dressed in a suit. Like, okay, my notes for this go. <laughs> Why is Zion Quinn in a suit? Why is Robert Stone in tennis gear? What the F is happening? I really hate this show. Robert Stone is committing, bless him. He sings Frankie's music. And then I wrote, F off. Quinn sings HBK's music. I just effing why. Those are my notes for this whole segment. I didn't this like it. The, this this was the best thing on the show by, by leaps and bounds. I I don't even I honestly I think my brain's been broken. Yeah, maybe. You know, brain broken. That's that's uh Braun Breaker's name. Mm. Brain broken. I, I don't know. I just saw this and I was like, I would hate this, but I don't. Mm. You know? And I don't have a reason to not. I just saw it and went, no, nah, I like this one. This <laughs> one's dumb. If you're gonna do endless endless squash matches on this show at least give me a dumb skit beforehand <laughs> with zion quinn remember when he was a mute for like two weeks he showed up and he didn't speak now he's out there and he's singing Shawn michaels entrance music I maybe i just wanted like... maybe i just wanted to hear that theme music again <laughs> I don't know. maybe i just wanted to hear someone sing sexy boy again i don't know <laughs> I don't care. This like, is the best thing on the show. Ten out of five. It sucked. Why? Why? Why would you have Zion Quinn do it? He's supposed to be the big, strong, like barely talks tough guy, and then he just comes out and does Shawn Michaels' entrance music. Why this guy? I don't, I don't care. I don't know. I don't care. It's the best thing on the show. Hey, I don't 
there, I there don't was care a whatsoever. Morsel, there was a morsel of a thing I enjoyed, which was when Robert Stone went for a punch and Zion Quinn turned it into a dance move, and I was like, "That's funny. That's mm -hmm. a good. That's a good joke that you've done there. I like that." Um, but like, I it's just what the hell was this? <laughs> also, yeah, he absolutely tossed Robert Stone afterwards, like proper yeeted him into the sky. It was a long way up. It was quite cool. Zion Quinn, I think, looked great coming out of it uh in terms of like physicality like his whole his like he's got a great look and like his uh the way he was just chucking robertson around the ring in the actual match was really good like i i think he looked great coming out of it it was just everything before i was like what what relevance did any of this bit have like I just... he's a sexy boy pete sexy boy that one i just yeah, yeah. Ooh. oh uh, my god I like... what a... What a, I like what a perfect that, way but... to sum it up. I'm sorry, I've just seen in the chat, uh, Valab Mamadipuri has summed, summed it up perfectly. NXT 2.0 is a sketch show. Oh my god, it is. It's a sketch show. Nothing goes over five minutes. Yeah. Damn. Hadn't looked at it that way, honestly, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know what Zion is? Mm. He's just so sexy, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Robombi. I totally stole that from is you. That, is that is that <laughs> is that the thing he does with his hands? He's doing the just so sexy thing. Yeah, he's 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 voguing, right? but with his his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy. Zion Quinn's gonna end up being my favorite NXT hey, star somehow. I really like the dude. I just hated the segment. <laughs> I don't know. Have have Zion Quinn come out and sing classic WWE entrance songs like this. And I, I love it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Did I like this? I don't know, Pete. I don't know if I'm doing a bit or not. I've lost myself in the bit. You fucked yourself. The bit has shoe, consumed brother. me. You have worked yourself into a shoot. Oh I've god. I absolutely worked myself into a into a shoot. I don't know <sighs> if someone said is this good i'd be like ah, i don't know yes no maybe <laughs> i don't know can you repeat the question <laughs> me now um god all right let's move on from that because i don't want to alarm anyone i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to make anyone worries or anything trust me i'm okay i'm safe i agreed with joe gacy yeah i didn't hate this one Whoa! I this was the first one where I him. saw like I saw some substance in what he was saying. I was like, "Oh, there's there's interesting concepts in this mm. little promo." He said, "Social media is a cesspool," and I went, "You're right, Joe Gacy. You are correct. In fact, it is." And then he was saying, "Hey, people are judging friggin' Harland without even getting to know him. That's not cool." And I was like, I mean, you're kind of right. I just, yeah, this was all right. This was fine. Yeah. If if they got away from the asinine writing of the whatever, whatever triggered, blah, 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 that yeah. stuff, you get rid of that and just do stuff like this, I don't think it's a bad character. You know, get you can get the this is a safe space and I'm a wrestler, but no violence. That stuff can go away. But I mean, it was one of those moments where he was just like, oh, he's kind of right. He's a little bit right about this. Because I mean, 
yeah, what have we had to judge Harlan on besides just his appearance so far? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, if this plays out well, which, I mean, 50-50, but if this were to play out and be well-written, I'd be like, well, that was a very interesting way to subvert expectations and, and play around with some character work. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I can hope. So... Just, just, to, just to clarify, I just want to uh, uh, sum up what you just said there, Tempest. Were you just telling me to uh, let it play out and uh, see how it goes? I don't want to <laughs> say yes, but <laughs> in this, every once in a while, I'm just like, hmm, maybe I'll see. I feel like it's a little bit, it's a little bit different. If they do a good thing first, then mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'll let it play out. When they yeah. do the bad thing first. And people are like, oh, it'll make sense in the end. Let it play out. I'd be like, no. No. I will not let it play out if they start with the bad thing. When mm. they do the good thing, then I'll be like, okay, you've bought yourself another week. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, backstage, Electra Lopez says she likes Zion Quinn. I like Zion Quinn, too. We have cool. that in common. Then we had uh, Legado del Fantasma versus Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner. <clears throat> His name is Von Wagner. Still not over it. Um, Legato del Fantasma won. It was it was a fun match. There were some interesting things going on. Kyle O'Reilly being Kyle O'Reilly. Von Wagner did some cool power spots. It was it was a fun little match. But the vibe just feels off. This is a not a pun unintended here. There's an intangible asset to NXT 2.0 as a whole, but especially most things involving Kyle O'Reilly since NXT 2.0, it's just, it feels off. Something feels wrong about all of this. And I don't know what it is. I don't know whether that's just us wanting the old Kyle O'Reilly back or missing the old NXT or whatever it may be. But all of this just feels weird. I don't know what I it mean, is. It feels odd feels odd i just i want the the really great wrestler to do some really great wrestling things on a on a great wrestling show yeah and i'm sorry if that's too much to ask you know like kyle o'reilly has been one of my favorite wrestlers for like a decade he's amazing and he's been amazing everywhere that he's gone and he's been amazing on this show Fairly consistently until about uh, seven months ago, whenever whenever Adam Cole kicked him in the head. Until then, Kyle O'Reilly had just been fantastic. And since then, I haven't enjoyed like any of what Kyle O'Reilly's really been doing, aside from like a good match here and there. And I don't think it's wild to want more for Kyle O'Reilly than to be losing in a tag team with Vaughn Wagner. <laughs> His name is Von Wagner. I'm just going <laughs> to keep saying it. His name is Von Wagner. Yeah. If it was Von Wagner, it might be okay. But it's Von, Von Wagner. Wagner. Mm, Von Wagner. Mm. Von Wagner. But it's yeah. Von Wagner. Anyway, yeah. Kyle's losing in a tag team that's not with Bobby Fish. And it's just strange. You what know? was this match, Pete? It was fine. Hell yeah, it was. It was fine. That that 
I don't know if I've ever seen a tag team match that was more it was fine than this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it certainly wasn't bad. It was not bad by any means. Is this match was not bad, mm. but I will never think about it again. Yeah, legit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are backstage. Andre Chase is there. We had the next poker room thing. I my my notes for the next poker room segment were Grimes wins by accident. I don't care. <laughs> was, that was that was where I was at. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna walk the line very briefly because mm. this is nitpicking. But sure. I was just like whatever. It really takes me out of things watching these poker things when they're when he's getting amazing hands on every single hand <laughs> that's, that's not how, how cards work that's no, not just, how cards work that's just poker if you're better at the game you just get better hands that's just yeah. it you know there's no luck involved at all it's all yeah. skill famously poker is all skill yeah God. um <laughs> andre chase comes out uh I quite enjoyed that his microphone didn't work. It's another amateurish thing. I don't think that was planned. And he just chucked a microphone. I thought it was really... He has good comedy chops, that Andre Chase. Microphone wasn't working. He he just chucked it and said, give me one that works. And I was like, you know what? That's funny. I like Andre Chase. Um, Similarly to Cameron Grimes, I think he has really good comedy chops. His material is not good. He had the one joke about chucking the guy out out of his presentation thing with odyssey jones and that was funny but then they did the same joke again the next week and it's like okay it was funny the first time but diminishing returns you know that's Uh that's a thing that exists in comedy um and he says he's not a coward this is from the haunted house last week which i didn't see so was it any good tempest i'm the wrong person to ask Mm. you know if if you like goofy wrestling garbage then yeah you probably liked it if you're me you 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 don't like that stuff you didn't yeah the no, trick so. williams and 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 carmelo hayes had some funny lines mm-hmm. there were some funny moments in this thing but it was also the the zombies match from backlash if, if you like that you probably like this Oh, that Guess was a bad what? Match, I, thought, I thought that was the worst thing I'd seen all year. Mm. No, that, that, that was a bad time, that. Uh, but he says he's not a coward, and he challenges anyone on the roster to come out and beat him up. And Bron Breaker did. Uh, he came out, he was very cool, and then cut a promo afterwards saying, hey, man, Champa is the better man right now. He took advantage of my inexperience in this ring, but I am going to beat him for the NXT title one day, or I will die trying. And I was like, Hell yeah. that's a good line. He can cut a good promo. This man is very good. A lot of potential in Bron Breaker. Like that man. This promo. Awesome. This mm. is the babyface promo that you cut the week after you lose. Take yep. notes, MSK. You're not sitting at a goddamn bus stop joking about your stupid name. No, this was great. I really enjoyed this. I still think that last week's match could have done a better job of getting... Braun Breaker over as the star coming out of mm. it, which got a whole bunch of, of of discourse over that last week, but I, I stand by it. I don't think that Braun Breaker came out of the match looking better than when he went in. 
And I think there's still a way to do that in defeat. And they just didn't do that. This promo helps a lot. If he had just come out, wrestled the match, gone back, I'd be like, oh man, he's, he's, he's taking a big old step back. But no, this promo I thought was really good. And it gave me a little bit of faith that that's not going to happen, that he's going to be protected. He's going to move on and someday he'll be NXT champion. I don't know how long we're going to wait for that, but I've got, I've got a little bit of faith. Yeah, I agree. Imperium were backstage, kind of a promo, not in English. Ah, the, the heels. Uh, and then uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane said they have a match next week and they should watch them. And then Gigi like strokes the, the rose across Martel Bartel. And I, I even thought that Marcel Bartel had a funny comedic timing, even though it wasn't in English. He still had good comedic timing on his thing. He had the subtitles coming up. Of him saying, like, hey, I mean, that is sacred, but America's got its benefits, you know? Talking about Gigi Dolan, which is funny. But also, they're just so sexy. Are these two just so sexy? They don't I mean, yeah, that... do, like, yes, they don't do the I'm just so sexy promo as often as Mandy Rose do. Mm, it's true. Maybe, but maybe, the... they're, maybe they're just sexy. Maybe they're not <laughs> just so sexy. And that's uh-huh. the difference. That's why she's the leader oh. because she's so sexy. Okay, but it just—it does sound like, uh, it sounds like a negative when you say they're just sexy. Like they don't have anything else to like. They're just sexy. Whereas mm. like Mandy Rose, just so sexy. It's like, oh, that's like one thing that she's got. But she's got. Why are we talking about this? God, I hate this. This um, is what NXT's brought us to. This is terrible. This is terrible content. Sorry. They're just so sexy. Mm. Just so sexy. Anyway, mm. do you want to know what wasn't sexy? Lashing out with Lash Legend. I still don't get it. I don't, <laughs> what I don't are you understand. talking about? It's Tony D'Angelo. Hey, He's just so sexy. Hey, man. Let me, let, let me preface Gabagool. this. <laughs> let me let, let me preface this. Babbity boofy. Anything that had Lash Legend in the segment, I just didn't enjoy. I don't get her character. I don't get the show. I just don't. It's just it's just bad, okay? It's just uh-huh. bad. That's all I'm going to say. Uh-huh. However, Tony D'Angelo, my guy, Tony D'Angelo is amazing. I love this man now. I hated him to start with. Hated the character. The more I'm seeing him. I'm coming around on the guy. I thought he was brilliant in this segment because, and you know what? They actually, they told a story, Tempest, because they had the backstage segment before where he wanted to come on the show. Lash Legend said no. And then he kidnapped the producer of the show. Um, And then they brought out the producer on this show with Tony D'Angelo. And he came out in like a sling and was clearly really nervous around Tony. And Tony was being like, it's like, you know how we say like Roman Reigns' manipulation is like on point. That's like the best thing of his character. Tony D'Angelo's presence here. And it's just like him just being like, hey man, why, why don't you say hi to your wife? I forget the name. Let's call him Chanel. Why do you say hi to your wife Chanel? And you got the rope swing in your front yard. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of creepy. I hate all of that. 
And he was like, why don't you tell her that nothing happened, huh? And he's just like, yeah, yeah, nothing happened. Don't worry. It's all totally fine. He's like, hey. And I was like, properly. That's, 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 that's funny. Uh, I, I like, I like that character. It's cool. I like Tony D'Angelo. Okay. Forget was... about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been paying attention to the chat. People are yeah, talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was yeah. like, where's all my Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff? Of course, this is the day that I seemingly cannot find the two Yu-Gi-Oh! pins that exist on my desk that I got in the uh, Secret Santa last year. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's it's whatever. I, I don't see... Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about lashing out. I've already... Yeah. I've wasted too much time thinking about it this week. But it's I, like, I do care about Tony D'Angelo. That man, I love him. Yeah, forget about it. You did the emoji. This one. This one. You got... Mmm. 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 Yeah, it's... Whatever. Yeah. Can we move on? Um, I don't want to. Yeah, I, my brain on. can't. I can't handle this segment. It's fine. Whatever. Make it mean speaking something. Of, speaking of not handling stuff, Solo Sokoa is just an Uso. He he's 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 just an Uso. Like, and I don't, and I know it's it's not just looks. Okay. <laughs> Pointing at Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. My blue eyes. <laughs> No, no, you you go on. You talk about the third. I'm trying. Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm trying to do a show here, Tempest. We're going no, off the rails. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast now, pal. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything else about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Say goodbye to Exodia. <laughs> oh, oh is, we're two months into NXT 2.0. I, I summon my Egyptian god card <laughs> to destroy <laughs> NXT 2.0. I was going to say, can the Egyptian god destroy <laughs> NXT 2.0? Yeah. <laughs> I activate its special ability with its second right. sexy mouth. And Hold it up. it I, blows I got, up got, anything got... with 2,000 attack points or less. NXT 2.0 definitely has less than 2,000 <laughs> attack points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here, Tempest. I'm trying, All right, go ahead. I'm trying to do a thing. I'm trying to do a thing. Well, there's a bit I want to get to because I've got a funny clip for later. <laughs> Solo Sokoa is just an Uso. He's using the splash as his finisher. Why aren't they calling him an Uso? I don't... He's, he's He looks like an Uso. He wrestles like an Uso. He, they're doing the same thing with Bron Breaker where it's like, he's not a Steiner, but we're going to give him all of the Steiner things. It's Why you... Stop it. Stop it, NXT. I don't understand. I have no idea why he uses a splash. What a mystery it is. No idea. Anyway. Squash matches. There were like two matches on this show that went more than a minute. Yeah. That's fine. <clears throat> this um, is why I don't like the show. We have... <laughs> Brooks and Jensen are American. Did you know that? Did you know they're American? Oh, boy, It's kind of crazy, they? right? They're American. They do American yeah. things. Like they cook steak. Really badly. badly. Yeah, real bad. What a freak. Brooks uh, Jensen is is uh, uh has uh what's the opposite of eternal goodwill? It's like eternal bad will. He'll, he'll bad never be will. over to me. Yeah, yeah. he'll never be yeah, over yeah. to me. It's 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 bad steak. He, he eats he eats well done steaks. What a freak. It's bad. It's bad. That's heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, because yeah. you use the heat to cook the steak. 
Oh, that was not good, Tempest. I'll, 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 I'll be honest there, bud. Send you to the Shadow Realm, Pete. Watch yourself. <laughs> All right. All right. Harpy's Feather Duster. Yep. I have. Oh, there's cards in here that I like. Braun Breaker, the Magical Warrior. (laughs) 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 It was all worth it. I got there by accident. This show. (laughs) Uh, They're American. They do American things, and they're going to do American things. We had Boa versus Grayson Waller next, and (laughs) LA Knight was on commentary and distracted Grayson Waller. Here's the thing: I want to play. Hey, look, man. I know this is developmental. I know that Grayson Wall is still a little bit green, right? He's been impressing me in his previous matches. I thought he had a lot of potential. I thought he was great. The bump he takes here when Boa kicks the rope out from under him. So you know when people kick the rope out of you, you like you you lose your footing and your feet go off and then you, you hit the ropes and you fall onto the floor and it's, oh, no, you got, you got kicked off the ropes. Oh, no, that's not very good. Watch what Waller does here when Boa kicks the ropes from him. Boa comes in, kicks the ropes, and ah, uh, <laughs> he just <laughs> he just falls. It's like he's already just he just timber. There's, there's no movement in the legs. The legs are still stable on the rope, and he just falls forward. It's oh, it's not man. great, guys. It's 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 not. Good. I'm just gonna play it once. Just look at him. It's not good. Oh. <laughs> He's, he's already falling before Boa's even kicked the rope. Oh, Grayson Waller. I, oof. I kind of went bloody. nuts on, on the, I don't know, whatever. The, Grayson Waller and LA Knight are feuding, I guess. They had a match. They had a, they had a match two weeks ago to determine who is going to, to win and get the, the job of hosting Halloween Havoc. And then Grayson Waller lost, but he was the host anyway because LA Knight had car trouble or something. And they both wore the same costume. I'm catching you up, Pete. This is the great stuff you missed last week. He, mm. he, they, 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 they had an argument, and then that's when Solo Sokola showed up. Now we're going to go again. They're going to they're gonna wrestle again. And I, I could not care less about this feud. But that's that's not true, actually. I could care less about this feud. Because I could care about this feud as much as I care about goddamn Boa. <laughs> I was wondering when we were going to get to the Boa side of this, uh, this <laughs> equation. Boa's push has been sent to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> For God's sake. For God's sake! Like, I this has to Ugh. be a rib. I Boa, the push of Tion Shaw has been the most offensive thing on NXT in the last twelve Tempest, months. Tempest, 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 Tempest. What push? Right. Oh, do they have one? Is that a thing? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I Wait just... a minute. Oh, I don't know where that card is. Damn it. <laughs> Damn you just saw about the fusion card, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I have that somewhere. I don't it's know right. where. Let's reference something it's... else, because they, they did a fusion dance. We'll reference a different thing. It's fine. Shun ha And then Boa and Mei Ying, right. like... That, that, no, other way. Fingers <laughs> got to touch. Yeah. 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 We're going to become the, the intangible. <laughs> The intangible Derrickson's <laughs> I don't know what's happened to this show. It's, it's <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. Piss Boa won. off with Boa. 
He combined with Mei Ying, apparently. He kneeled oh. in front of the throne, turned around, and did the... He had Mei Ying face paint and blue smoke. In the <laughs> They're fused now, I guess. Tian Shara is now one person. Whatever. Who cares? Cool. Christ. That's fine. Um, I want to like Boa, but I can't. No. Cameron Grimes won at poker, but doesn't take any of the chips. Katie Ray breaks some stuff. Uh, and then we had Tommaso Ciampa coming out, saying that Halloween Havoc was a changing of the guard. Kamala Hayes and Trick Williams interrupt. Uh, Kamala Hayes says that he's the A champion in NXT because he's the North American champion. And then Trick Williams goes to attack Champa, and Champa just dropped him with one punch, which I thought was a cool little moment. Um, and then Gargano enters for the main event because it's Gargano and, and Dexter Loomis versus Hayes and Williams. And they have a little stare down between Gargano and Champa before they go to the ad break. Does it mean anything? I'm going to say no. I don't think they have any plans for another Gargano Champa thing. I think they just did it because they could. Yeah, probably. Probably. You know, it's probably like you see, you could just do the thing of not have them walk past each other. You could and not deal with that. But if you're going to have them walk past each other, you, you have to acknowledge at least something. So maybe. Maybe they do something again because I don't, I don't really want to see it. I'll be honest. No, like, I don't either. That their feud was cursed mm. by by someone. Tony Khan put a hex upon Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. I don't know. Like their their feud generally gen genuinely is one of the most cursed feuds i've seen in like wwe history from the mm. amount of injuries that derailed plans and then the pandemic derailed the plans again and then they had that really dumb cinematic match where they they, they put their hand tenderly on on each other's hands and then no mm -mm. not a fan of how the diy thing ended but i'm just I'm ready. I'm ready for the next DIY storyline to start. Are you? Well, I mean, just if by that I mean like the next, the next DIY quality story in NXT. Mm, right. Gotcha. Okay. You know, it's like I don't need. Like you had, you had uh, Sami Zayn and and Adrian Neville, and mm. then you had like DIY revival, which led into DIY, and then. It was supposed to be Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, but that never really panned out like that. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for the next great NXT feud. Yeah. Whether we get that ever or not, I don't know. It's Bron Breaker and Von Wagner, obviously. Christ. I like the, the little promo battle they had, though. This, mm -hmm. this to me, yeah. stuck out like they will do Carmelo and Tommaso Ciampa at some point. Not necessarily, like, soon, but... When they do it, they can they have some existing B-roll that they can be like, oh, remember yeah. when they had a confrontation. And that, to me, is smart long-term booking. <laughs> that's that's assuming that this is what they're doing and not just a segment. But yep. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This was, this was all right. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, the main event match was Gargano and Loomis versus Hayes and Williams. And this was, once again, fine. This was a, this was a fine match. There's a lot going on in this match, and they won with a shoe. I would say this was slightly better than fine. I would go so far as to say this was good. 
The first tag match was fine. This was better than that. So therefore it is it was it was it was good. I uh, I don't mind Dexter Loomis in this role. And that's that's coming from me. Mm. Still does his little knuckle walk thing, which is fine. I've seen I've seen dumber stuff. As long mm. as he's not doing his his other gimmick, like when he really plays up the the creep part of it. If he's just a mute baby face with his teaming with his father in law, it works for me, man. That's cool. Yeah, this was all right. Not like Dexter was going to get the win, but uh, Williams on the outside hit him with a boot. And then that allowed uh, Carmelo Hayes to hit the big leg drop onto Dexter Loomis and get the pinfall victory. And they won. There you go. Solid. Good. Good. This was solid booking. Wet my I'm appetite Hayes for won. the Gargano and Hayes match. They didn't give it away. Yeah. They didn't have them do too much in the ring with each other, but they did enough to make me go, I am excited to see that match. I hope mm -hmm. they do it soon. Yep. A a solid end to this show, I thought. And overall, I didn't really enjoy it that much. <laughs> yeah, this show uh, was pants. It was not very good. Uh, you know what like, is good? Like the, God the, the, damn Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Can I can I recreate that one Sting poster, but with like a Yu-Gi-Oh card over my face? You know the one where he's got sure. the Undertaker. The Undertaker's sure. on the card, right? Was the yeah. other one? No, the Undertaker was on the card. I'm gonna do that. Just be like, yeah, Shadow Realm, Shadow Realm. <laughs> I'm sending an XT that Shadow Realm. I, I just, I sure whether. Uh, I I didn't really like a lot of this show. The stuff that was not bad was all right with the a, a okay main event a decent main event two out of five i guess yeah Th uh, this show tops out at being like fine or or yeah. good even that's yeah. its height these days they don't do anything on the show to make it a great show mm. like sorry but a, a yep. show full of five minute segment. This is why I lose my mind reviewing these things on the 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 the, the thing, the edited review. Because there's so much stuff. Mm. There's so many five minute bits. I was like, I can't talk about all of them. You know? And most of them don't matter anyway. Yeah. Yeah. There's so I... many squash matches. If you so just many. gave some of these matches time. Yeah, I'd like to show so much more. You can cut all these stupid poker room segments and just have mm -hmm. matches go a little bit longer. Yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, let's get into let's, the ultra chats. Let's do it. <laughs> let's review episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. I would review the hell out of Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm. And I'd be there, like I don't know what's happening, uh, <sighs> but I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway. Let's get into the rest of your ultra chats, but before we do, just want to say one more time, we're sponsored by Beer52, who are amazing people who sponsored us loads over the summer, and in years gone by, they're great people, and a special offer for you guys, specifically for our channel, if you go on to the link below at beer52.com forward slash WrestleTalk, that's in the description, or pinned comment in the live chat, 
Go click that and you can get 10 free craft beers. Better than the eight you get from other people because we're so amazing. And they're great, which is why they've given us this offer to give to you guys. Um, go check the link out. Uh, 10 free craft beers. You have to pay for the postage. Five ninety five for UK viewers only. And uh, you get awesome tasting beers. What more do, What more do you want? It's, it's, it's nice beer. And if you don't like a certain beer, you can get a different kind of beer. It's good. You have choices. Go do it. 10 free bit. Ultra chat support wrestle.com forward slash support last chance to get those in let's go through them uh manuel kifuentes kifuentes Mm, I'm sorry. Sup, y'all? What a shame. Uh, what a shame. What happened to NXT? I would always, uh, I would be always looking forward to watching the one-hour version on Hulu since I don't have cable. Thankful for you, go thankful for you guys watching it for me because I haven't seen 2.0 since this three-week push premiere. Go Kraken! Yeah, go Kraken. Hockey. Woo! Yip yip. Yeah. Yep. Sports. Yip yip. Yeah. Is Apple a Kraken? Maybe. You don't know. Is, are the Kraken an upper? Maybe. Yep. Yeah. They could be. Alpaca. You don't watch hockey. You don't know. Uh, you know what? You're right. I do watch episode of The Last Airbender, though. What a show. What a show. Let's um, review that. Alpaca. Let's, Let's review, review that yes. instead of NXT. Yes. Let's oh. do that, Tempest. Can we start a channel? Just me and you, and we'll just review Avatar? I'd do it. Hey, man. <laughs> I'd do it. I'd do it. Um, we'll Alpaca Nation 87 says Zion Quinn should take the Joe Hendry shtick of singing parodies of songs for his entrance music going forward. No. Yes. I yes. I just don't... I don't want it. Do it. I don't, I don't Do want it. it. I yeah, don't, I want no. it. I want I it. Do it for me. You've taken so much for me, NXT. Give me this. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. I <laughs> just... Stop. Zion Quinn was really cool. Why'd you have to make him do short mic? Don't get into it. Now, Brian Moore. now he's a sexy boy. Sexy boy. I can't not do it. Brian Moore said a lot of NXT 2.0 booking is just worse versions of stuff we see on the main roster WWE. Zion Quinn is the new Vladimir Kozlov. What a great oh. comparison. No, it's a terrible comparison. What a That's great so comparison. Rude. That's so mean to Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn is so much more talented than Vladimir Kozlov. I think they're treating him like the next Vladimir Kozlov, not that he actually is in terms of talent. I don't know. I don't really see it. They never had Vladimir Kozlov sing during his first push, which is good. His, you shouldn't have done that his, either. During his first one, probably His not. only push. His only push. He never yeah. got pushed again dur- after that. During really. his after the next bit. Well, yeah, when he was with friggin' Santino, he did dumb stuff. You talk funny. That's double double E. (laughs) Forgot about that. Uh, Tell you what, though, that Santino Morella, Seamus, Vladimir Kozlov, Tea Party segment is genuinely very funny. It's a good one. Give him that. It's a good one. Riot DR says, Remember when Trey Baxter almost had a character? Remember when Trey almost had a story? I miss Trey. Also, Von Wagner still needs to work on that human emotion thing. <laughs> that thing. You know, that thing. Yeah, mystery I, Baxter. I, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah, well, now he's second to Cora Jade when she's on TV, and sometimes even he's not even on then. So, you yeah. know, 
That's fun. Um, Alpaca Nation 87 said, please banish me to the Shadow Realm wherever NXT 2.0 doesn't exist. Nice. See what I can do. Go ahead, Tempest. You, three, you three, three, sa- three sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Kaiba, open yeah. your mind. <sighs> I'm getting you to watch Yu-Gi-Oh, Pete. Sure. I have happen. the time. I have so much time for that. Uh, Bacon Rasher said, I, lads, thinking back to FCW with the talent then, would you rather watch that than NXT 2.0? Also, can I just add on a scale of one to a million, how sexy is Mandy Rose? Lol. Just L-I-W-4-0. so sexy. You can't, you can't put it on a scale. It's just so sexy. It's it just is. so sexy. Yeah. She, she, yeah. On a scale of one to sexy, she is the scale. <laughs> yeah. She, she, she is the scale. Exactly. Uh, think about uh, FCW with the talent back then. Would you rather watch that than NXT 2.0? I'd rather do neither. Yeah. You know? I'll take, I'll take option C, but yeah. not that option C. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, Seth Rollins was 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 there, but so, so was like Dean. Mason Ryan. So was Dean Ambrose. Listen, the the uh, NXT one, no, and NXT Prime, I will sure. call it the the yeah. good NXT. Yeah, wasn't a developmental show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was a super indie, and that's why it, that's why it was good. Mm. I don't want to watch a developmental show. No, you know, because it's developmental. I don't want to watch the point. Yeah, I don't want to watch. I have so much to do with my week. I don't want to watch any developmental show. I don't mm. care whose it is. I don't watch dark because it's just it's a bunch of matches that, for the most part, don't matter. I understand that there are people that like it, and there are stuff on there that are that's good. But I don't have the time to watch all of that. I would prefer to watch just good shows. Yep. That's just like Yu Gi Oh or Avatar mm. or Dragon Ball Z. Avatar's a good show. Uh, we have a note from moderator Rob that says, can we have more Yu-Gi-Oh, Spyro, DBZ, etc. Yeah. every week, please? Sure. Spyro case. I love Spyro. Spyro. Spyro's great. They got a little bit. Little What's your bit favorite Spyro? That? Uh, the third one, actually. Third one's very good. Year of Dragon's yeah. fantastic. That's my favorite. I've, I've heard a lot of people don't like that one as much. Really? It's like their least favorite of the three, which I, I can't. I have a hard time believing because I like that mm. one a lot. Maybe I don't know because a lot of people also say that they like the second one the most, and that was mm. probably the one that I liked the least. Str- mm. Strangely enough, maybe I was in a bad mood when I played that one. I was listening to a lot of Three Days Grace when I played that mm-hmm. game for the first time. Oh yeah, maybe that impacted my mood because I was just like yeah. the whole time. So I don't know, maybe. But yeah, Spyro. I love all three games. Yeah, they're 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 all they're all great, and yeah, I I I think I'm very biased because I played the third one first, and then Mm. I played the second one, and then I played the first one. I was like, I just don't think the first one's as good, but that's definitely because I played the other two first, and I already had my my. It also came out first. Yeah. 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 Uh, So the LIW Power Hour coming to Wrestle Talk Podcast. (laughs) <laughs> Talking about Spyro and Yu-Gi-Oh and Avatar. It's perfect. It's a flawless business plan. Let's do it. Anyway, yeah. that is going to do it for your Ultra Chats. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you very much for watching, everyone. We really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the Ultra Chats. Go check out Beer52 by clicking the link, beer52.com 
forward slash wrestle talk links at the top of the description go and get your free crate of 10 free craft beers uh would by uh for uk viewers only god that was the thing i was trying to say my brain is already frazzled somehow i've only been back a day and yet here we are This one's purely for the members, everybody. Uh, I can't tell whether my internet's just terrible, or you're just lagging out, or your internet's bad, or I'm lagging out. I have no idea, but I, you're I haven't quite a lot for me. Oh wow, I haven't noticed anything. Yeah. I, I'm I'm coming through clear. You're coming through clear. I haven't seen any any buffering or Wi-Fi reconnecting or none of that. So Amazing. I don't know. Talk about D and I'm gonna talk about D and D. This is this is gonna be fun. We'll, we'll I'll talk about D and D. So there were seven of us. We were playing for seven hours. This was a this was a big session that's been building up for ages. Where uh, the current party had to essentially quell a rebellion. The lower classes had rebelled against the higher powers, essentially because in the world that I've created, uh, the uh, study of magic is regulated uh, and very very expensive. So it's inherently a little bit classist because only the people who can afford it can really learn to to study magic. Um, yes, racist magic. <laughs> classist magic, not racist in my world. Racist um, against goblins and mudbloods. <laughs> <laughs> mudbloods. <laughs> um. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so they they essentially in this one city that they were familiar with there was this uprising they'd been teleported in to help out quell the rebellion basically they had very good terms with the current people in power and the person basically said don't kill them because they are very innocent citizens in my city they've been essentially strung along by these other people that are essentially influencing their their choices please don't kill them they're they're my citizens but please go out and stop them from causing damage and things like that so they went out and they killed a bunch of them, uh, which was which was very entertaining uh, to watch for starters. Um, one of the guys, they, they they felt like they were on top of the world. The, the guys that were actually in the rebellion were not trained fighters or anything. So they were only doing, you know, very, very small amounts of damage. But there was a lot of them. And then there was one dude who was basically running the whole show, who was in charge of the, the, the revolution, who effed their ass up. Uh, he he was a, a big tanky dude, and he kind of ran over them and, and was very very strong. Um, ended up killing one of the characters in the party, oh, which was uh, which was fun. Um, and uh, yeah, so then that guy died. There was also in the middle of this rebellion, one of the characters uh, came across her family who were fighting on the other side of this rebellion. Uh, they literally came to each other in the battle, like face to face, like. Uh oh, uh, hey, <laughs> what you doing here? And then they're like, "What are you doing here?" Uh, and then they had this like kind of like face off and stuff, which is cool. They then all of them left her and her family, just left like the battle and went away by themselves. Um, had their whole own thing going on. Uh, managed to defeat the main guy. They uh they needed some uh very expensive diamonds for a revivify spell so they could bring back their dead companion. But Revivify has a time limit. You only have one minute after the person dies to try and cast a spell and bring them back. So the guy, the guy had died. 
and then they they needed the diamonds, but the diamonds were in the backpack that the woman who had left the battle had on her. So they were like, Christ, we need that bag. It has all the diamonds in it, and we have like 50 seconds. So they had to send her a magical message, which went further away, to say, bring the bag back. It has the diamonds in it. We need them. This character's down. They then turned around, sprinted back, chucked the bag to them, then sprinted off again, trying to find her family again, and had to this whole thing. And then at the end, oh my god. So I had another guest, uh, a, a friend of ours who had joined, who's not normally in my D&D campaign, but he was playing a guest character because he was just playing with us for that for that one session uh, in person. And he was playing one of the like the generals of one of like the Kingsguard in this in this city. So he was a fairly high up individual. And he was chasing after these family members with the character and her family, because he saw that these people were one of the primary people running the whole rebellion. I gotta, gotta go do my job, you know. Rat was running after them, managed to uh, stop all of them in their tracks. So it was um this one character in the party, her father and her brother, and this general. And he'd made the father and the brother get on their knees. And she was just kind of standing at the side, just surveying because she didn't really trust her father and her brother because they'd kind of abandoned her as a kid, left her in like an orphanage and stuff. And then she'd assumed that most of them were dead and they weren't. Um, so that was a whole thing. And he was looking between the father. The general was looking between the father and the brother. And he was kind of eyeing them up and he goes, which one is the better fighter? And they were looking at each other just like, I, I, no. No, no, neither of us we don't really fight and he goes no i ask again which one of you is the better fighter and then the character chimes in and goes me and all of us were like oh what and uh so then Shock, everyone, horror. Like, i know everyone like freaked out and it was really cool and then but then he was like okay uh don't worry about it he takes out a healing potion and he's like, just just pick one of them, whoever whoever needs the, this potion more kind of thing. And she starts circling the two of them on the floor, gets up behind one of them, and just snaps her brother's neck and just goes, yeah, yeah pick my dad. Don't bother. <laughs> it was really awesome. Long story short, she basically killed her entire family through various means because we're running out of time. But everyone freaked out because they no one no one saw this especially me i had no idea this was going to go on i was planning out the social interactions between this character and a family for ages did not see this coming in the slightest killed a brother her dad took her to a mother that was being kept away in in safety in like a, a basement of a house killed her father in front of her mother and then locked her mother with the dead bodies in the basement and just locked it and walked away and i was like oh my god what's happening um it was it was delightful and also the combat was really fun and took like five hours it was <laughs> it was amazing it was just a really fun time everyone loved it and it's the first time i've managed to play a session for my campaign which has been going on since september 2018 that we've got everybody in person together and that was that was special that was wonderbar yeah. so i know this has just been the D D podcast um but we are gonna have to wrap it up there because we now need to go live for the actual main show uh Thank you, everyone, for watching. And we've got to have more LIW content. I've got so much stuff to catch up with Tempest about because we haven't even... We've only, I, I just talked about D&D for this whole outro. But whatever. We, we'll listen to other podcasts and we'll catch up about more stuff. Thank you for listening. Really do appreciate it. Uh, we'll catch you in more, in more content coming soon. Catch you guys later. We love you very much. Stay safe. Goodbye. Yeah.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.